Yep, we all got to go. Four thirty. I got to bounce. Welcome in, everybody, to another edition of our Tea to Green Winter Rules Podcast, presented by Golf Dojo, where we are broadcasting our podcast from here today. Our Tea to Green Studios, the Transit Road location, one of two great spots for you to go hit with the indoor simulators and work on your game, have some fun with your friends. Uh, the other location on Niagara Falls Boulevard in Tonawanda. We welcome you in again. Thanks for listening to our TD Green Winter Rules podcast. Our full team is here today. Brian Colziel, Kevin Sylvester, Jeff Blank, and our PGA Pro, Jeff Metis. Hello, everybody. Kevin, welcome back. I know you've been uh, off to Hawaii in a couple of working events for the PGA Tour, for PGA yeah, Tour let me Radio. Get on my and, tiny violin yeah. about your trip back. Kev. It's somebody had to do it, okay? So I, I took one for the team and, yes, yeah, spent uh, two. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks in Hawaii. You two picked weeks. A, picked a good time to go. The weather here was, uh, yeah. you know. I'll tell horrible. you one <laughs> quick story. Um, I was watching the Bills-Dolphins game with. Uh, with a Mai Tai in your hand on the beach somewhere in Hawaii. No, I was, I was at, uh, at a Maui Brewing Company on Kanapali Beach watching it uh, with John Swantek, who's a Dolphins fan, and was told I had to calm down from the bartender came over to we're at a high top table. I was scaring some of the other patrons with uh, my um um vociferousness. Uh yes, vociferousness is a good way to put it, particularly on the uh, punt return for a touchdown when Yeah, how you took it back? Uh, yes. You jumped through a table, didn't you? Well, almost. <laughs> almost. Yes. They're not uh, used to that is, out there. Which is interesting because uh you know all the years covering for the bill, uh, covering the I worked for the bills at the time. I, I was never that uh, you know I don't know. For some reason, I felt like back uh, when in high school in, in the Jim Kelly era with this yeah, team. Yeah, it was fun. Disappointing yeah. loss at the end, obviously. Oh, but yeah. yeah yuck. Be, obviously, in Hawaii, they're not used to the mafia showing up in That's uh, what I'm saying. Yeah. That's there's, true. There's yeah. no Bill's Backers Bar in Hawaii, maybe. Actually, well, maybe there funny. is. There probably the is. To, there probably is, to, yeah. <laughs> on the way to the plantation course, there was this house on the highway, and it had Bill's flags all over. I was actually going to go knock on the door, see if uh, we could watch the game at his house, but, uh, you know. I've that's been right. in San Francisco. There's a, a Bills bar in San Francisco. That's amazing. It's all Bills gear on the wall, Sabres gear, Bandits gear. Yeah, yeah so no surprise. They're all over the country. Yeah. So. By, by the way, you know what? Just, you know, damn it, Baltimore. Like, come on. Lamar in the playoffs. Terrible. That's what makes it even worse. I will right? tell you, it makes me – I was rooting for Baltimore. I will tell you, it makes me feel better about the Bills. It does, too. I'll tell you why. The, the quick angle I'm with is that it's the Chiefs are the reason that we can't get to the Super Bowl. It's not that the Bills aren't good enough because Baltimore's not good enough and uh, Cincinnati's not good enough and some of these other teams. Like I feel like this, this is not totally what's wrong with the Bills. I think it spins more toward the argument that just the Chiefs are just that elite. And to uh, go to the Super Bowl two years in a row after trading Tyreek Hill... Like, that's really impressive to me. I, I, I got a different spin on it, Brian. I, I, I think the Ravens were just dumb. Well, their game plan was terrible. They were terrible. good enough physically. They yeah. just – no, no, no. The game plan was they just made dumb decisions. Yeah. It, does it make you feel better that Kansas City has $75 million more million than us in cap space next year? That doesn't make you feel good. No. 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 All right, let's talk about no. golf. <laughs> uh, you know what? It, do, it does speak to how great Mahomes and Kelsey are. That duo, it's Brady and Gronk all over. It really is. And yeah, it's, so it's, there's we have to have hope for the Bills if if uh, we got the Allen, tight end Allen and Kincaid can uh, get their act together, yeah. boom. I agree. 
All right. I mean, th- yep. there, there you go. Let's rock and roll here. That's right. Super Bowl's two weeks away. We'll give you our predictions next week. Yes. We'll move on to golf here. And, yeah, some um, exciting news this week with what's happening uh, at Pebble Beach. What a great week to maybe not have football to watch. We get to watch one of the, the we'll call it one of the eye candy events of the year on the PGA Tour. Uh, the drone shots of Pebble Beach, always gorgeous, Jeff. Uh, so this week, though, not only is it the normal uh, AT&T Pro-Am, but just a little change in the fact that the Pro-Am will only be on t- uh, Thursday and Friday. Josh Allen, the Bills quarterback, will uh, supposedly schedule to play with uh, Keith Mitchell, so we'll see that pairing again. But on the weekends, it gets a little bit more serious. They've made it an elevated event, so that will kind of push more of the focus on on the golf and on the PGA Tour Stars. And with it being an elevated event, too, we'll get uh, more of the big names playing. Uh, no Monterey Peninsula this week in the rotation. Just two courses, Spyglass and Pebble Beach. But watching Pebble is just tremendous to watch, tr- tremendous television. And for me, it's uh, that's a great decision because yeah. I love watching golf there. I hate watching the CEO of so and so companies a four handicap, and here he is hitting a chip here at twelve. And like, I'd rather watch the the players play. Yeah. You're not going to miss Ray Romano. You're not going to miss no, Ray. Bill Murray. I love Bill, Bill Murray. Murray. I don't need to see him. You don't want to see Josh else. Allen? I want to see Josh, but you'll see him Thursday and Friday. You can see all that when Thursday and Friday are happening. Right. So, and we yeah. know why some of the CEOs are there. We don't have to go down yeah, there. They're all the sponsors. Right. Yeah. They're there. So they can afford the pro-am. They're, they're able to get into that. But uh, be, being able to to see Pebble and, you know, I, I have not played there. I was go- I have been there, but I have not played there. I hope Same maybe thing. Someday. I've been there. haven't played it. I would love to play Same. it someday. Yeah. Haven't been there. The only one. <laughs> well, here's the thing. You know, it, it is. It's now a signature event. This is why the change was. You know, AT and T with two golf tournaments. Uh, well, know. it used to be the clam bacon at a way different right. field. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. Crosby. Um, so mm-hmm. they, you know, in order to strengthen the field, it's a signature event, and um, so that's a reduced amount of players. So there's not as many spots for the AMs, and and therefore, I think because of the the uh, status of it being a signature event. Hey, let's play three rounds on Pebble. So, you know, much like uh, we just saw this past week at Torrey Pines, so you play three uh, three rounds on the South Course. So that's what that's what they're going to do. I think logistics are um, easier, a little easier to handle, yeah. if you will. The AMs are only two rounds, so you'll not see them on the weekend, uh, Saturday, Sunday. It is just Thursday, Friday for uh, the amateur players. So, um, <laughs> although. You know, I'll miss uh, the Robert. You know, seeing the Carlton once. I don't know if he's playing or not. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, maybe he is. I don't. Know, maybe he's Alfonso deemed a good player. I'm not sure what the uh, the cutoff is or what. Yeah. If the CEOs are still allowed, I mean, the pro-am still do raise a lot of money for charity. Yeah, no, there's, events, there's so. and it. You know, I didn't mind it when it was the Bing Crosby. Or you know, I mean, I, I don't mind it, but I do prefer watching the better. If I, I'm, I'm when I'm watching golf, I'm watching to watch the best players play. I I do know a lot of the the pros uh, credit DA points for winning the tournament in 2011 when he won with Bill Murray's partner. Said probably the hardest hardest, yeah. hardest uh, um, job anybody's had to play that well with the shenanigans going on. Um, yeah, Bill Murray does there. They said DA was really on his game. See, I would think that would relax a player. Like to me, that'd be nice distraction between shots when you're trying to win a tournament. If you do, like, you know, because they tell you you get so stressed out and you're so focused and yeah. you're grinding your face off, and then have a little giggle or a chuckle or a laugh with him, I think would would 
I mean, in my case, I, I know everybody's different as a player, but in my case, I would enjoy uh, I would enjoy that walk around with him for a long time. I, you know what? I, shame on me. I just had dinner with D.A. last week, and I didn't even ask him about it. Oh. It didn't come up. We are just talking about so many other things. Yeah. So I didn't get a chance to uh, ask him about, you know, what was it like playing with him. And mainly because my only experience with Bill Murray was at uh, the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am, and it wasn't a pleasant one. Got it. Which is a common experience from apparently people in my position who were trying to interview. Sure. Yep. yep. I could That's see. It. I could see how that could go that but way. I love his movies. Doesn't mean yep. I want to watch his movies, whatever. But I just I wasn't impressed yep. with how he treated a fellow human being. Okay. Maybe that's why the Caddyshack. There's a story there too, right? But yeah. Oh, but sure we digress. Stories about a lot of people. All right. Yeah. We digress. <laughs> yeah. More on Pebble here. So it is an elevated event, which means we will see some of the big names. Um, just to get into some of the stats here, Jeff Blank, in terms of maybe what are we thinking about what we might see on the course this week? Um, players that have played at Pebble regularly uh, that have the best scoring averages. Well, anybody that's uh, played at least 10 rounds at Pebble, the lowest scoring average will go to Jordan Spieth, 69.6. So uh, maybe we should talk about him a little going into this week and his uh, chances. Wider fairways this week. So that, that makes sense for Jordan, right? Sprays it all over the earth, so <laughs> not too surprised there. He's got that AT and T connection too. That's right. He's a pa- he's a past winner there. Um, Played in the Open there. He yep. came. Uh, he was runner up when uh, Hoagie won uh, a few years ago. Justin Rose was a winner last year. Rose third on that list, by the way. Yeah, Rose did not play well this past week though at Torrey. I mean, made the yeah. cut, but just did not look good. And he had a shot on sixteen where he he went right to the lower back, but it was such a bad shot. Ah, it was one of those. Yeah, it might have been one yeah. of those. Like, oh, oh. Uh, maybe that was it. He, d- I, yeah. he didn't look at the club like something's wrong with this That's club. Correct. He looked yes. at his back. Yes, yes. <laughs> or he didn't blame his caddy. Yep. Yeah, got Ho- it. Hoagie doesn't surprise me. I mean, good iron player. These greens are tiny. Yeah, Spieth, McCarthy, Rose, Day, and Cantlay of players that have played at least 10 or more rounds at the AT&T right. event. Those are the best scoring averages. Right. Cantlay's fighting a swing, though. He was uh, He was pulling it a lot. Uh, at Torrey Pines, not only with the driver but with his irons, it was just he was off the mark. Yep, with his irons. See, this is the insight I'm giving. But this you is here. early, yep. you know. The, you know, next week, who knows, right? But, yeah. That's true. I mean, yeah. it can be just a small correction. Yeah, you right? go to the I mean, range on Monday, or you get tuned up by your TPI guy, and all of a sudden you're you're striping it. That's how it happens. They, I like that. They're playing for a lot. It's a signature event, so it is. Uh, you know, the prize money is about double. And even the like, you win this event. It's a nice win. It's a great win. You're gonna get 750 mm-hmm. FedEx Cup points. You're gonna get like 3.6 schmill. You say you want a, a uh, an elevated event at Pebble Beach, one of the greatest facilities yes. in the world. Yeah. Yep, yep. Interesting week last week on the tour, though. The Frenchman. Well, you, you look at um, you know Torrey Pines South is tough, and they had so much rain. It was it was almost biblical. The amount of rain they had on Monday was a hundred year rain. It's the most they had in one day in a hundred years on property. Wow. Uh, I don't know who was there to measure it a hundred years ago, but you know they wasn't it a military base, I believe. So yes. it at a hundred year rain, so they couldn't cut the uh, rough, couldn't get mowers out there. They had to stop setup from uh, like television setting up because uh, they're worried about damage to the golf course and such. So there were plug balls. Um, Somewhere Patrick Reed feels vindicated. There were <laughs> <laughs> there were there were plug balls just on, on approach shots and tee balls. Matter of fact, uh, Carl Yuan hit his opening tee shot 
in round one, pushed it right. They could not find the ball. Like they had it, we we had it on video where it landed, could not find the ball. It was embedded. You have to have to find the ball. You can't just say, "All right, we know it's around here." So right. We had to go back to the tee. That's how soft things were. So, and you'd never think to hit a provisional in that situation as a tour player. A, a, absolutely not. Yeah. So, um, uh, the rough was so much more difficult. The course always plays difficult. And then here you had uh, players from the DP World Tour shining well. Matthew Pavone, the Frenchman. Just his third start wins on the PGA Tour at Torrey Pines. Incredible. Hoygaard uh, w- was right there uh, in the mix. Um, uh, the Kalamaki, uh, Valamaki kid from Finland uh, played well. You know, there was some criticism of, well, you're giving spots to DP World Tour, the top ten guys. Well, I think they, they proved they earned it. Taking right? advantage of it. Yes. Well, th- that's and, and I love that because that just shows the depth of world golf and the quality of the players all over the world. If you're going out there, you know, and you can you can win or you can be top if you're top ten on the DP you're a, you're you're an ex I mean, you're one of the finest players in the world, bar none. And to you know, they get to show out a little bit. I know we, we have an American centric view on a lot of these things. We always think we're the best players, we have the best tour, we have the but you know, if you look at our tour, it's filled with players from all over the world, and the quality of golf just continues to rise every year. And, and I tell you, the, the the other thing too is the pressure, the the handle, the pressure. So I, I look what he did down the stretch. Sixteen, he puts it in the bunker, hits it heavy out of there, but drains like a twenty footer for par. Um, whereas groups before, Shoffley was a ten under coming to the hole. Ober both made bogeys, just. And went the flag and, and just ran it off a little bit and could not get up and down for the par save. But then Pavone three putts on 17. Just to make it interesting. Hit, yeah. Hit, yeah. Hits not a great tee ball, lays up at a bad spot, and then somehow hits this great shot uh, to inside 10 and then drains the putt. I mean, that's stones right there. You know, who we'll also see this week is Nick Dunlap in his first outing as a professional. You know, he had his... Press conference last week at Alabama announcing that he would turn pro. He's got that nice two-year exemption, Kevin, that gets him into a lot of big events, really including this one. Essentially three years. He's got the rest of this year. And oh, then and then got special years. exemption for this year? Is that how it works? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so this, this year is its own thing. but so, so he becomes a tour member, but it's a two-year exemption going forward. So I believe it's essentially a three-year exemption. Uh, for him. Easy decision to turn pro. Oh, it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was I a mean, no-brainer. You know, some people were saying, like, well, he should have gotten the money because he won. Um, well, no, that's not the deal. Yeah. Like, he went in as an amateur. He that's as the an deal. amateur. He but that wasn't deal. his first event. He played, in, he played in Puerto Rico, right? I think before Yes, he that. played yeah. before. But, yep. uh, to, you know. He but had, as an amateur. Yeah, you right. can't. Well, you can't go back once you're a pro. You're a right. pro. Right. Yeah. I mean, believe me. He had, you know, he did not tee it up there thinking, I'm going to win this thing no. this week. He's looking to play well, play an opportunity, yada, yada, learn. And he goes out and wins the event, right? I mean, shocks the world, if you will. Kind of shocking Burns put in the water, yeah. right? Yeah. You, know, you expect yeah. the kid to do that, right? But anyway, uh, he wins. Of course he's going pro. There were just too many reasons for him to go pro than not to go pro. Oh, financial considerations yeah. Well, alone. That's a, yeah. yeah. That's a, you're, you're in the signature event, so he's going to make a check this week. Um, you know, he's got sponsor money um, that's coming in. He's going to make a check this week. He's going to play in the Genesis you know, there's a paycheck there. Um, you know, and there's just so he's going to make up that million and a half yeah. easily. Jeff, he's in, with being he's in some majors too, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah he gets yeah. into those. The only one he's not in is the open. The open. Yeah. Okay. Being a former college coach, mm-hmm. with the fact that now golfers can get nil deals, they get paid by, you know, 
a, a local car dealership or a uh, local business, how is that any different than collecting prize money for an event? And I guess what I'm saying is that it uh, the amateur status is that you're not collecting money for your golf or your sport in this case. Correct. Well, now you can. So is there an argument to be made that they should be allowed to collect prize money if they earn and, and win? I don't think so. No, you still want to delineate. You still want to differentiate. You still want to have amateur golf for the sake of amateur golf and professional golf for the sake of professional golf. Now, he's in a very small minority of players that can actually make a little bit of money maybe in college golf. Yeah. Right, yeah. It, Where you'd have the opportunity to maybe win but also be as a well, college he wouldn't, player. Well, he wouldn't win on the – he couldn't accept the money, but he right. could get – He good enough to win Sorry, yeah. Not, yeah, he could get money from a car dealer. But there's very few players in college golf. I mean, there's 306 Division One programs right. and eight kids on a team, 12, 14. 99% of them are just getting their scholarship or whatever they get. I, uh, be, I believe before the NIL, they were allowed to accept – uh, clubs, apparel yeah. from yes. golf. Co- so technically, you wouldn't own it though. So, like if Titleist came in or TaylorMade or one of those companies, if they give you equipment, part of the deal is it was a loan. You it's, don't just give it to it's them. A demo set. In, co- in concept, yeah. I've never seen yeah. them given back. Um, but right. Um, but that's in concept. That's what it was. Here's you can use our equipment. You just don't have to pay for it. But right. they wouldn't get yeah. paid to use it. But yeah. that's the, the difference. The benefit, right. the benefit of retaining amateur status is to maybe play college golf or to play Walker in amateur Cup. events, Walker Cup like that. Which he just he, did, though. Right. right. He, he like, sank the winning putt, I believe. Yeah. On the 18th hole at St. Andrews. Like, I think, wasn't he 29-2 and yeah. two in match play yeah. for the USGA? This kid's, this yeah. kid's got stones. So I mean, yeah, he's like, not. Like <laughs> yeah. we talked last week, he's, he's not like some flash-in-the-pan right. amateur. Right. He just got lucky one week. He's going to be a tour player for and, a long time. And he beat some really good players, too. And so here's the... Here's the because there's other news we're going to talk about, but yep. so uh, maybe this segues to it. Here's the interesting thing about it. So a year ago, uh, even six months ago, a lot of the golf world didn't know who Nick Dunlop was. Uh, much like I'll go nine months ago, and who's Ludwig Ober, right? True. Um, star like these guys are stars. These guys are studs. Um, the the Cootie brothers, you know, Parker Cootie had a nice showing. Uh, it kind of faded in the final round, but. There are always more coming, That's coming up said. into the league, yeah. just like in the NFL. C.J. Stroud came into the league and is a star. That's what's happening with college golf and the PGA Tour. And so we're going to have new stars. Yep. Oh, I agree. Continually yep. churning out new stars. So I don't know. Maybe that's why when someone leaves to go somewhere else, uh, I, you, you can't. I, you, it's less impactful. You can't hit the panic button, right? No, I I completely agree. And it, yeah, it's like just reload, and and they have great personalities, and, and and that's what makes it great. You know, I mean, we love watching these players. We love watching the guys we've known. We love watching Jordan Spieth. We love watching Freddie. We love watching this. We love watching Tiger. We love you know. But it's also great to see these guys come up and and play really, really, really good golf. And, and they're learning at a younger age, and golf is more competitive younger in the TPI and equipment. Yeah, and there's there's going to be somebody listening to this who tunes into Pebble Beach, right, and this week in the seventh hole, I'm like, who the hell is this Dunlop kid? Well, who's fun, this, this A-Bear with the funny punctuation yeah. above his name? Yeah. Like, the funny part is both Nick Dunlop and Ludwig Aberg, Oberg, Obear. Obear, Obear. we'll get yes. it right eventually, have the same number of PGA Tour wins as Terrell Hatton. That's correct. Good point. So, a star is he a star? 
Maybe in Europe. Yeah. He's a personality. He's a personality. Patton's a personality. He's well known. One PGA for Tour part win of just for his, his vigor out yeah. on, on the course. And vigor like is a good word for it, right? Don't you think? Yeah. Tyrrell Hatton because of the, yes. the reported, reported news. Right? Reported news is today. It, that, is it confirmed? Yeah, jump the gun there. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's <clears throat> many reports today have him leaving to go to live and join a part of John Rahm's team. Uh, the number that's thrown out there is $63 million uh, for Hatton to go. Uh, to live, who actually committed to play at the Waste Management Phoenix Open uh, next week, so obviously he's going to not be playing in that. Uh, assuming that somebody else. Assuming that that uh, ends up being a, a true report, which you know, there's a lot of sources on here that are doing it, so it seems as though that's going to end up being the case. But yeah, that's that's a great thought. Hatton to me is a player that I think you'd say the average golf fan would definitely recognize and has an opinion about, but it could be. But, you know, success-wise, I wouldn't have guessed that he had one win. I would have maybe said three. It's kind of like Tom, Tommy one. Fleetwood's kind of that way as well. He has that's, he that doesn't is even have a PGA, PGA Tour. tour He's won yeah. on the European Zero, Zero, right? He doesn't yeah. have Zero. a win. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Fleetwood yeah. It, it does not have but a But consistently tour. contending. You know, you see yes. him every week. And, and on the stage at the Ryder Cup mm-hmm. gets you also known. Sure. And both of them, Hatton and Fleetwood, yeah, have been I, a, I a think piece of Jeff's, I think Blank's comment is not to diminish Tyrrell Hatton. No. I think it's to say, like, hey, you know, there are plenty of really good players. Well, if uh, you said, PGA Tour. Kev, if I said, let's just av- let's just poll fans, hey, I'm not going to tell you the name of this golfer, but a golfer that has one win on the PGA Tour is going to be possibly leaving for live, probably that we wouldn't get a strong reaction saying, like, oh, my God, like one a person that has one win on the PGA Tour. And the way right? I look at it, if I had to pick a partner right now for 18 holes, I'm going to take – the young kid over Hatton, just because I feel like he's playing better. You know, he's a better player at this point than maybe Hatton is. So I think, I think there's a lot, like you said, Kevin. There's a lot to say that that the, they just keep refilling those slots, and it's just sure. another opportunity for somebody to get out there and, and make a name for themselves and play the PGA Tour. Well, here's why. Here's why I think we're seeing such excellence coming onto the tour uh, with these young players and the players coming for the Corn Ferry Tour. It is hard. I mean, you got to score, right? You've got to go out there, and uh, when you're playing college golf, you're playing mini tour golf, you're playing a corn fair tour. I mean, it is dog eat dog out yeah, there, like thirty under. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, look at Eric Cole, right? The the rookie One of my year favorites, last year, by the way. Like right? I mean, how do you not love Eric Cole? This yeah. guy is a mini tour legend because he had to win on the. You you had to make birdies. Uh, well, you don't make a tour. check, and you can't pay for it, and you, you sleep in your car, and it yes. doesn't work good. Now, didn't a 19-year-old win on the Corn Ferry Tour this yes, week? Yes. Uh, uh, well, he was the British amateur, um, Aldred But he's a professional now. Yes. Yes. Yes, Potkeeter, yes. 19 years old. Another another example of what right. you're speaking about. Right. Yeah, yes. Another great player coming up. So, you know, the the, the interesting thing is, thing is, and I, I think Dunlop got an offer. From, oh, I'm sure he did. That was one yeah. of the reporting things, but it's kind of like, well, you know, hold on. What do you want I want to go the route that uh, was a Pyatt went. Yeah, they give him like, and he's out. Yeah, now, he? now there's yeah. a kid from Tennessee. That, I don't, and there's oh, no yes, guarantees. Yes, there. yes, there was a kid. Uh, yeah, I don't know his name, but probably will never know his name. Yeah, I you, you, I don't know where all that's going. I, I you know it's interesting to see how how that all shakes out. But I, I guess my point is, on the tour, the competition perhaps is better than ever. I would agree with that statement wholeheartedly. Yeah. I agree. The depth of the field to 144 is, even with Liv peeling off all those people they've peeled off, 
It's still the greatest tour in the world by far. Yeah, and it, the depth is great. There's a lot of young guys making waves. We talk about dunk, but there's a mid upper thirties individual making waves. Have we heard this? Nope. Mm-mm. Anthony Kim. Oh, uh, yes. I don't know if he's making Ooh. waves. He's making media. Yeah, we'll see. He that pops up every so often. He, I'm telling you, he's a media darling. That, yeah. that would be really interesting. I don't think a lot of people know his story. Right, so, why he's so off the AK. tour. For yeah, those yes. who don't know who Anthony Kim is, this he was the new it guy um, in his early 20s. Yep. He won on the PGA Tour. He threatened at the Masters. He was on the Ryder Cup team at Valhalla, I believe. Right? He has, like, as a golf instructor, we used his swing for Love years his because swing. it was Sweet, perfect. sweet swing. He, he, mm-hmm. he destroyed somebody, two singles matches at Valhalla, and I'm trying to remember who it was. Might have been Sergio. Remember. Might have been Sergio that he... Yeah, there was, was it Sergio Bray? I think so. And it was like seven and four. It was something, something bad. Yeah, it was a bad. It was a beatdown. All yeah. right, that Anthony he has like Kim, a, cult, a cult following in a way. Yeah, but he was <laughs> like he was kind of uh, he he had kind of a posse, yep. you know, if yeah. you will. kind of like, a Vegas guy, he was right? a party guy, yeah. like you know, wore the big belt buckle mm-hmm. with diamonds AK, on and yep. stuff, AK on there, and like he, he was he was a cat. And you then know, why did he leave the tour? Yeah. Explain. Well, he got hurt. Yeah. Right? And so then he had insurance, insurance he got hurt, policy. And so there's an insurance policy. It's worth $10 million. Ten mil- but so, so some of the thought was, well, if he went back and played, he'd forfeit the insurance policy. Now, oh, okay. I don't, I'm not an insurance agent, but I'm going to play one here on the radio based upon just being an insurance consumer. Um, and I'm going to go by, like, uh, uh, I assume it's disability insurance, like something that he had, right? right? A career disruption insurance, whatever. So you get paid. I mean, they didn't just hand him $10 million. Lloyds of London, whoever insured him. There's no way they just handed him a check for $10 million. And then said, if you feel better, go play. That's not how it works. No. no. Uh, I'm sure they made payments to him right. uh, for income, and those payments kept coming in. Again, I'm just speculating here. But that was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Right. A couple of them. I'm, were- I'm guessing it was $10 million for you know over a 10-year period. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the insurance money is over. And that's yeah. why he's looking at a comeback. Right. And, and that's what I think. He has, I, I think, think he has eligibility on the tour now. He's got to make a certain amount of money, like six hundred something thousand. So he'd be at, he's at, he'd be in a major major medical. I believe he could come back yeah. uh, and play in events, and he would have to gain so many FedEx Cup points or so much prize money. To retain his, his it card. could be fifteen events. Yeah. It could be eight events. I'm not. I'm not sure. There's a formula there that's hard to figure. There's a formula there. Like Chris Kirk was. Uh, did it in and um, gosh, what event did he finish? It was a Sony Open in Hawaii, twenty twenty one. He needed to finish third at Barry, finished runner up, and got the ma- major medical points he needed to keep his tour card. Yeah, and then he won what the Honda last uh, year. He won the Honda last year, yeah. which is now the Cognizant. Sorry, I'm cutting yeah. off Brian. No, it's okay. I just and wanted he to won the century, which is three point six million and seven hundred fifty. He's, he's good. Points. Some of the details that Kim last played on the PGA Tour in twenty twelve. Um, and that policy is up to, up to ten million. It doesn't mean that he got a check for ten million. You're yes, right. Yeah. So there's a couple of reports out there that said, you know, Liv has has offered the ten million dollars uh, as an incentive to for him to consider that. Now you'd think maybe with the star power that he brings, considering what Hatton just got sixty three million, uh, that he could command more for that. It says also too. There's a the report again. It's a a golf.com report. Um, Dylan Deithier, the reporter, saying that also, too, that the PGA Tour has been in discussion with him and his team about how a comeback would look because of the insurance and kind of how he left it. What would be he el- what would he be eligible for, what he wouldn't be, all that sort of stuff. Go ahead. Does he bring star power? You, I mean, you've got to be a 
it's a certain audience probably it's a very I mean, yeah. it's not the you younger audience well i think the younger audience no but i think if you're if you're been around 40 for or older i think you know who he is and i think he, you remember how exciting of a player he was yeah it was a brief bright shining moment yeah, yeah it and it's been a long time so it was a it was almost bo jackson-esque Maybe not to that level. Bo Jackson was the greatest athlete, but it was a year and a half. Yeah, Bo was, Jackson was only around for a year and a half. Amazing, yeah. still the greatest football player. I've right? Ever seen. Yes, <laughs> yes, he was incredible. Yeah, he was he was absolutely incredible. Um, you know, Kim, not to that level, obviously, but it was such a short period, and then you know, boom, goodbye. But he had a buzz on the course for sure. Yeah. Oh, he, not he only a, beyond the fact that swing, swagger. I think a yes. swagger. Um, people wanted to watch him play and walk yeah. and hit and talk and, and be out but there. And the PGA Tour wants that. Well, here's the thing. Um, he hasn't played in since 2012. That's the last time he played on the PGA 12 Tour. 12 years. Are you competitive still? Yeah, I mean, this isn't like George Foreman coming back, right? yeah. <laughs> you know, where you got a puncher's chance. Like The margins are so slim on the PGA Tour. Yes. Yeah, if you're, I mean, a couple missed three-footers along the way, and it's down the road, and you're not even making a check. Yeah. Now, there have been players that have fallen off and have come back and, um, and won late. I mean, it's a game. If there is a sport, you know, aside from boxing, you know, with the Foreman – I, I watched the movie on the plane. The oh, there you go. <laughs> I was yeah. wondering why this was. Yeah, that's why I was bringing George Foreman. It was boxing. <laughs> it was fascinating. Well, but you know, a puncher's chance, right? Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. to do it if you get, you get heavy. Like in golf, you can do it. I mean, that's why you know we saw Stuart Sink and Brian Gay when his forty-eight-year-olds. Yeah. It's a game of golf. Like uh, you know, age. golf ball doesn't know how old you are. Right? Golf ball doesn't know and and doesn't care how old you are. There, so you know, certainly it's why Freddie Couple seems to. Uh, uh, compete in the Masters every year and play year. well, right? Uh, right? Bernard Langer. Like, it's his last one this year, uh, by the yeah. way. Bernard. He's disappointed in that. So, uh, you know, there is a possibility uh, that he comes back, and, you know, I, I hope it happens. You know, would be great. We're all curious, aren't yeah. we? I just yeah. hope it's not on live because nobody's going to see it. Yeah. Well, and, you know? Uh, you know, if he gets back, and I think I, I don't have high hopes for him, I'm not going to lie, 12 years out of competitive golf, real tough to step back in the the. the toughest arena there is and the most competitive arena yeah. in professional golf there is unless he's been training like a dog but still you can train on the range and play with your buddies and play in these but playing on the pga tour is a whole different animal yeah that's so. why i i think you know it, it'll take events to to ramp up i mean yeah. look what's taking will zell taurus yeah uh, a few events and he, he looked good cut. yes he did look good yes at tory pies all right let's finish with this since we are going to be watching pebble beach this week just you know great television is pebble beach's 18 the best finishing hole on the PGA Tour. Jeff Blank, you start. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Is Pebble Beach's 18 the best finishing hole on the PGA Tour? Wow. Thinking. I'm letting things cycle. Midas, you ready to jump in? Go. I'm, I, you know, I think it's the most iconic. I don't know if it's the best. It's certainly iconic and beautiful and pretty and amazing. But... You know, it's a part five. Most people are going to birdie. You can hit it in two. I don't, does that make it the best because it adds the excitement? I don't, I don't know. But it, when you think of an 18 and a finishing hole, uh, it, that's probably the one that would pop in your mind first. Riviera? Wow. How about thinking. Riviera's 18? I was th- Sawgrass is 18. Sawgrass. I was thinking Sawgrass. Sawgrass. 17 and 16 kind of make it. But it's a similar you, hole, I, though. Can oh. you say 18 at Sawgrass when 17 is that's the one I mean. that's known yeah, for more? Well, like, and our, <laughs> well, almost let me the same tell you hole. something. That t- that you stand on that tee box on the 18th of Sawgrass, you look out there, it looks like a strip of bacon. 
Oh, I know. I hit it yeah, in the water right. there. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> hit it in the water well, there. Maybe the answer of what's the toughest finishing hole in golf, maybe in, in PJ Tour, maybe Sawgrass 18 could be that answer, but mm-hmm. the best. Like, I, I think Augusta 18 does isn't as. No, I, no. It doesn't have the visual look like Pebble 18 no. does to me. See, I, I think you need a. Um, you need a great. I like the three-hole stretch finish, right? I, I think love 16, that. Yeah. 17, 18. So if I if I changed it to say the best finish, you well, you oh, it's sawgrass. sawgrass. I don't think there's a the last yeah. three. Yeah, no. I saw grass sixteen, seventeen, but eighteen. It, is, just, is there a more? So is there a more? Is there a better eighteen? Like I th- I feel like I tell you, it, it Torrey seems... Pines has a strong eighteenth hole. Yeah. Like just like a, so. So when I look at an eighteenth hole, yeah. right? Like you got to look at all right. Can the tournament be won or lost? There, you could say that about every tournament, right? But. Um, it's there's got to be some danger in play where someone takes the risk to make something happen, and um, you, you know the 18th at Tory has it, the 18th at Pebble has it, the 18th at Sawgrass has it. I keep thinking the Florida swing, those courses. Anything stand out there? Well, I'll tell you what, PGA National that 18th hole um, is pretty phenomenal. But I don't actually. think most people can recall the 18th at PGA National, where 95 percent no. of golfers can recall the 18th hole at Pebble Beach. That's the thing. Even Sawgrass, a lot of people probably wouldn't because the 17th overshadows it. Yeah, everybody knows the 18th at Pebble. Yeah, I guess if I wanted to play a hole to finish in a tournament, I, I, if, yeah, I was playing in the U.S. Open or any event, and if I had to wrap it up on 18, I'd want it to be a Pebble. I mean, I think that'd be the most iconic walk I could possibly take as yeah. a tournament champion. Walking up Pebble Beach, handing my uh, my club to my caddy and grabbing my putter and hopefully uh, two-putting for an easy win. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, because, you know, the, the, the shot at, it, like, Riv, I mean, it, it's uphill, but there's plenty of room, I think, off the tee at, at Riv. Um, but the crowd around it makes it cool. The crowd around it definitely makes it cool. Well, when, when you think Riviera. about, you know, the, the more well-known courses and their signature hole, we don't, it's never usually an 18th. I mean, no. for, is, is Pebble's... The 18th? No, it's seven. The seven, the par seven. three? All yeah, day long. Three. Yeah. All day long. I, they got it's not or, even a question. They got two or three holes there, I think, of immediately. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Eight, I mean, 18 is great. The waves are crashing in. Yeah. Uh, you've got the big tree there. The tree the in the middle of the fairway, yeah. Yeah, and then you got to kind of... Kind of cut it around there. You can you can lay up. Uh, you there's know. usually some weather because there's some wind and water and breeze blowing off. God, that's a hell of a question, Brian. Yeah, I know. That's why he's uh, he's the host. <laughs> I yeah. and I don't know if I. I'm going to tell you, PGA Nationals 18th is right up there. It really is. You saw it last year. I mean, which hole would you rather play ten times? Well, I mean, come you're on, play, it's, you're it's play, Beach. Yeah, so I think that answers the question. Yeah, What's I think, the yeah. Bay Hill? Nah. It's a good, oh, good that's hole. a good eighteen. That's a, that's a good, that's a good that's eighteen. A, yeah, that's a good finish. Yeah, it's a good call. Especially right there. the drive. I'm just thinking of all the tiger shots that's yes. coming to my well, head. And the, Robert Gammon. The tee shot at eighteen, while it's picturesque, it it's doesn't hard. really have the drama that maybe the tee shot at at uh, well, Bay Hill has because you bring the water into play on the you, right. You've got to find the fairway off the tee uh, at, yeah. at Bay Hill. You have to. Good call. I got to. Re- I got to remember here. What's the the tiger bunker shot? Is that Bay Hill? Yes. Oh, no, that's that's, that's that's Toronto. Yeah, that's oh, oh that's Toronto with Glen okay. Abbey. I was that's Glen Abbey. That's also yeah. a good 18th. I know Glen Abbey's not a regular rotation. Is I that, do like is Bay that Hill. A course rotation. anymore, by the way. But yeah. I love Bay Hill. I think it still is. Yeah, <laughs> I love Bay Hill because of the size of the green too, and you know, I can remember exactly how those putts go. Every yes. time and, and the Sunday them. pin placement, it's yep. all the way wrap around on the edge yep. on, the, on the far side. Uh, I love that that, Boy, that green. And you talk about a finish at Bay Hill. 
16, 17, I think the 17th is no joke. Oh, it's a hard golf course all the way around. Yeah, it is. It, yeah, that course is no joke. I, you know what? I would put 18 at Bay Hill. Um, the drama. Gosh. The yeah. drama of Bay Hill 18. See, you don't get no, that drama. They're flipping wedges in there, though. That's the thing. Yeah, it usually, I, I will say Bay Hill's 18th, maybe over Sawgrass, because you usually know coming off a of 17. Right, it usually comes down to that tee yeah. ball. It usually comes down because players will just bail out yeah. right. Um, yeah. So yes, I will say I, I will put Bay Hill over Sawgrass. And that was over Pebble. Wow. Kurt Kitayama last year. Kurt Kitayama, yeah, right. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go Pebble. Okay, I'm gonna go Pebble. Thanks. I just think with Gary Woodland there with the U.S. Open, I'll go Pebble. I chose Pebble myself, so I think it's Pebble. Well, that, that's why I said it. But that's I was, why we I was, watch this I was week. trying to see if there was a different candidate, but we came up with some good ones. It's pretty cathartic to watch golf this weekend. This is I think Bay Hill eighteen is better than Sawgrass eighteen. I agree. If, if I was going to do my own, yeah, rankings. Bay Hill I think is above Sawgrass. Yeah, this is where the calendar turns for me to golf. By the yeah. way, once they get to Pebble, and then it starts becoming yeah. and then yeah, let's the Phoenix the was great. Yeah. Waste management. You know, a great we didn't tournament. say we didn't. I mean, we didn't even throw Augusta in there for any. Possibility because not for the 18th. The hole. 18th is yeah. not as I don't really care a, for the hole to be honest. It's it's I don't cool. think viewing wise on TV. I don't like the tee shot. I think is more uphill than people think. Right? Yeah. It just it visually it's the it shoot through the me. trees. It's a cool look from the tee box. Yeah. yeah. But up up there, it doesn't seem as special. Uh, yeah. 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 But yeah. it's Augusta. But it's Augusta. Right. I'd play it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ten times. Yep. Yeah. Ten times, I'd like to sure. try to make part of win there. Yeah. yeah. So this yeah. is going to be the year you don't turn down the invitation is what you're saying? That's correct. Okay. I can't make it. If the people at Augusta National need to know my rankings to decide whether the, I get to play or not, I'll, I'll move it up on That's my right. rankings. That's right. I'll sign some form for you. Yeah. Hey, before we go here, Jeff, uh, let's give everybody information about where we are here today. Golf Dojo, if they want to become a member here, still... Uh, a lot of winter golf time here to hit indoors. Uh, we're at the transit location, also the new location on uh, Niagara Falls Boulevard in Tonawanda. Yeah, and it's been fun. Um, people people seem to like the memberships. It's a $20. It saves you 10 bucks an hour, or there's a, another a membership above that. So, um, and, and you can book 24 hours then. And just It's it's private bays. It's just come on in. Use the track, man, the best simulator made. Close the door. It's a BYO facility. Bring your own food pop whatever you want and just book some time and have some fun with your friends either hit some hit, get on the range get your data or play a play pebble beach on the simulator and you got a lot of free sundays now with no more bills games to yeah, watch thanks for reminding uh, us yeah thank you i know yeah <laughs> yeah you know what can i just say i i do not want to see josh allen in the pebble beach pro-am in 2025 yep neither do i hopefully he's preparing for the super bowl well, maybe never good. again yes yeah yeah That'd be nice that's the reason yeah. like we want to see you playing yeah, no <laughs> more players in the Pro Bowl. Ugh. I'll word it differently. I'd love to see Patrick Mahomes in it. No, no. <laughs> in, the, in, the Pebble, in the Pebble Beach Pro Am. Oh, means he's not. In the Super I want him Bowl. available. I, you know, <laughs> I don't want to see Patrick Mahomes anywhere. He's, I he's go. Become, yeah. He's become Tom Brady. Yeah, and that's a compliment to him. It is, but it's just like. He's very good. He is on the TV a lot. MyGolfDojo.com is the website. If you want to get more information on membership, uh, you can come in and get lessons with Jeff Metis. Come on in here and uh, say hello, either at the Transit or Niagara Falls Boulevard locations. By the way, our radio show. Coming back soon. Less than a month away. Less than a month away, boys. Yep, February 24th. And uh, we'll be running through this year, August. 31st? 31st. There we go. First of 28 shows coming your way Bingo. here. Saturday mornings, 7 to 8 a.m. We're right back on WGR, so I uh, hope you'll be with us then as uh, 
Yeah, we're less than a month away from our live radio show. Incredible. Return. All right, sweet. MyGolfDojo.com is the website. Uh, thanks to everybody here involved. PGA Pro Jeff Metis, Jeff Blank, Kevin Sylvester. I'm Brian Colziel. Uh, thanks for listening to another edition of our T to Green Winter Rules podcast. We'll talk to you next time.